It's the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Colin Castleberry with you as I am every week. And I'm so excited this week, folks, because finally we're done previewing basketball season. We're past Thanksgiving break. Football's over with. It is all hardwood. It is all action happening last night, happening Friday night, tomorrow night. It is here and it is upon us. And of course, as many of you know, it's probably uh, the most successful sport across the Upper Cumberland, especially on the girls' side, but certainly several very, very talented uh, and state-contending boys' teams. And we'll hear from a couple of them here tonight. We'll go from Van Buren to Stone on the boys' side. We'll go from Cumberland up to Clark Range and even to Jamestown on the girls' side. All that and more. Coming up right now on the High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. The High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. And what say we start in Cumberland County and begin with the Lady Jets and head coach Kim Cram, a team that has certainly maybe overachieved early, and that's thanks in large part to two freshmen who certainly still have freshman moments but are playing out of their minds And that is probably because they've been playing high school kids since they were not high school kids. Coach Cram, I can't think of a better place to start than two freshmen who have been massive for you guys here early in the season. We knew how talented they were, but certainly you also thought in the back of your mind they're still freshmen. They have progressed Mm -hmm. at a rate I think that a lot of people uh, maybe from the outside would not have predicted what have they been able to do early on to already put you guys as a team and themselves in a very, very good place? You know, Lauren and, and Sydney are, are very talented, um, and they are, in fact, freshmen. Um, and it's important that, that we all remember that they're freshmen because uh, they do have very, uh, very freshman moments. Um, and so... Uh, they they have played a lot of basketball. They have a lot of experience, and I think that what that's what makes them exceptional. Um, they've played a lot of games. Um, they've played in big games. They've been playing up in the AAU circuit for two or three years now. Um, so they've been playing against high school age kids for a long time. So um, it's not surprising that they have had the start that they've had. Um, but we always try to kind of, you know, say, Hey, you know, every game is different, you know, so you have to enjoy the highs and you also have to understand that there'll be lows. And so, uh, when district play comes, it will be even a bigger test for them. I look back and, and, you know, you have a Cookville game where you guys fall in a big way. And since then, uh, 50 points against Ray County, 55 against Clark Range, 55 against uh, Pickett County. What what changed, do you think, for this team after that Cookville game to take such a hard left turn and really kind of find themselves uh, offensively? You know, we had that big, uh, the big opener at Pickett County, and um, there was just this, you know, kind of big wow factor of like, wow, you know, how, how good could this group be? And then we turned around, and two days later, we had that game against Cookville, and I think that there was a lot of unneeded pressure um, that some of them might have put on themselves um, 
maybe it came from themselves, maybe it came from external sources. And we had to remind them that, you know, you have to approach every game as an individual game. And just because you score 28 or 20 in one game doesn't mean that that next game you're going to have the same type of impact. And so, you know, sometimes an impact is having eight steals or sometimes it is having 20 points a game. But we don't care how they impact the game. They just need to impact the game in a positive way. And I think um, that Cookville game was a really good learning um, opportunity for not just our freshmen, but just for everybody. And so since then, they've really kind of uh, approached it uh, a little differently. I also look back in terms of a learning experience at that game against Pickett County, uh, a three-point win, 55-52, to 52, I believe it was. What did that tell you about your team uh, that they were able to not, you know, it wasn't a blowout. They win a close game, a hard-fought game, and they come out on the right end. Well, first of all, I think that that, that Pickett, the first Pickett game was really misleading because the second time we played Pickett County, and every game after Pickett County played us in that opener, I think that is the true Pickett County. I think that's really who they are. I, I don't think that that opener uh, really tells the story about Pickett County. So I think they're really, really good, and I think that they'll probably um, go to state and they'll have a great run again this year. Um, so they're really tough and they're competitive. And that first game, you know, we embarrassed them. They were mad. And they came in, and they they really uh, were not going to walk out of our gym uh, without leaving an imprint. And so we knew that, and we prepared our players for that. I don't think that um, we were really efficient offensively against Pickett County the second time, and that had 100% to do with Pickett County and how hard they played. And we told our kids the reason why we won that game was simply because of how tough we are. And I think that that was a really good sign because uh, I'm not certain last year's team with all those seniors would have won that game. And so uh, this group is a very special group in regards of how tough they are. As we look ahead now, uh, you have rematches with Ray County and Clark Range coming up. Before that, though, you take on an extremely good program uh, in Walker Valley out of Cleveland, Tennessee. Uh, oh, Mustangs, my alma mater. Anyway, my point <laughs> here uh, is that those are three obviously very tough games, and two of them are rematches. What do you have to see out of your team the second time you see a team, as you've kind of already talked about with some other schools? And then obviously what do you have to see against a really strong program uh, from the Lady Mustangs? Well, uh, for starters, we never talk about any other game but the one that's in front of us. There you go. And so uh, all week long, uh, the only thing we've talked about is, one, getting better in practice, and two, Walker Valley. And so that has been our focus. Um, Walker Valley is really good. Um, they're very solid. They're going to give us a lot of problems. And it'll be another good test for our, for our young kids. Um, you know, any team that comes out of Cleveland is, is going to be talented, and it's just another great team on our schedule that's going to get us ready for district. And obviously, we had a great game the first time we played Ray County, and, you know, we can't go in assuming that it's going to be the same outcome. And that's the 
that's the lesson we learned with Pickett County. And so hopefully we carry that lesson to Ray County. And the same thing with Clark Range. We go to Clark Range. We're playing at Clark Range. It's going to be a hard game. Um, the environment will be different. And um, many of our kids have not been in that environment. We have seven freshmen in our program, and none of them have played a high school game at Clark Range High School. So that will be an experience for them. Well, certainly I can't wait to talk to you about that environment, and I appreciate you uh, talking a little bit about Ray County and Clark Range, but you mentioned it there. Walker Valley is the only team right now to be concerned with on the schedule. Final question for you, Coach Cram, and I appreciate you taking the time to talk to me. Uh, How weird has it been and how much maybe of a benefit has it been having this kind of a week off getting ready for Walker Valley? Uh, Not something you get a lot of in high school basketball, a a full kind of – you know, five, six, seven days to, to practice and prepare. So that's, that is really atypical. Um, we, that wasn't ideal. That wasn't in the plan. It's just really hard to schedule games these days is what we're finding. And it kind of happened to, to end up that way. Um, and we've really taken advantage of it. You know, we were able to give them the weekend off after the, after the um, Friday night game. So we had some kids maybe sick, maybe sore, so they were able to physically recover. Um, We were able to do uh, a lot of skill work for a couple days, and so we were able to really gauge, um, you know, what we were doing in practice. And, you know, the goal for Friday night is to be 100% rested and healthy and um, in a really great uh, place with energy to play that game. Head coach Kim Cram, Cumberland County's Lady Jets on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. We will stay in Cumberland County, but go up the road to Stone when we return. Check in with boys head coach Neil Capps of the Panthers. Remaining in Cumberland County, we go from the Lady Jets to the Panthers and head coach Neil Capps as we move to Stone Memorial High School and discuss their season and the way they have been able to start red hot after getting their football players back after a couple weeks in the playoffs on the gridiron. Coach, so far on the season, only loss has come uh, to Alcoa, but you had a really hard-fought game at York uh, this past Friday night. Uh, Let's start there. Uh, Obviously, just a three-point win uh, in a really kind of hostile environment. What did you learn about your team Friday night uh, against the Dragons? Well, um, we knew we knew that they obviously are going to get their football players back, and uh, we knew that their football players were going to come in ready to play and compete. Um, and we 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 had no premonition that it was going to be easy like it was in our place ten days prior. Um, so we um, we didn't play our cleanest game. Uh, we 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 did turn the ball over uh, more than I expected. We had to deal with foul trouble, uh, and uh, we were able to get through it. Uh, we we made the plays we had to. We made timely buckets uh, late in the game. We were finally able to get you know a group in there. Uh, even with foul trouble, we were able to get a group in there down the stretch last three minutes that really got stops. And that's what you got to be able to do on the road. You got to be able to play team defense in the half court, and you got to be able to finish and make free throws. And we were able to do that really well in those last three or four minutes of the game. I was really proud of our guys to be able to go on the road and, like you said, a very hostile environment and come out with a win. 
You guys bounce back with a big 30-point win uh, over Lenore City, 81-51. What did that mean to you as a coach, and what did it tell you about your team uh, that coming off of a three-point win on the road in a very tough environment to be able to bounce back uh, and not so much uh, lose a game off that win but but sort of come out and play a much better quality basketball? Well, uh, in Florida City, I think they had some injuries, maybe a, uh, a injury or sickness. Um, but uh, I knew we had a size advantage, and we wanted to expose that. We, in that, you know, getting a lot of extra opportunities around the rim, second chance points, uh, and and just rebounding the basketball. Uh, we did a really good job there, and that, and that really, when you can control the paint, uh, you can do a, you know, you can really do in the game of basketball. That's, you know, you're getting, if you can control the paint, you're getting shots up close, and the closer you are to rim, obviously, the, you're the higher percentage shot it is. And we were able to, we were able to take advantage of that. You know, North City, uh, the North City is a three eighteen that that we, uh, there's a chance we could see uh, in the postseason, maybe in a sub state or something like that. So, it, you know, to set, we'd really, you know, like you said, to come off uh, after a close, hard-fought game, we could pat ourselves on the back and then maybe stub our toe the next night. But I was really happy we was able to uh, to to, to uh, execute a game plan and, and, and control the paint like we did. And defensively, we played a little bit better defensively. Um, we're still getting, you know, we, we play really hard defensively. We still have a few miscues from time, communication problems, matchup problems, uh, you know, help and recover problems. But that's, that's to be expected early in the year like this. Uh, you know, after we, you know, we have, we have, uh, three guys uh, in our rotation, uh, four guys actually in our rotation that coming back from football that missed the first two weeks of practice. So it's going to take us some time to cut, to get everybody back on the same page. And, uh, so, but I think every day of practice, every, every game, I feel we're improving in that respect. So, uh, really pleased with, with our guys there. Yeah, you've talked about defense a few times. You haven't allowed uh, more than 56 points since all the way back in your very first game against uh, Concord Christian. But you look at the offensive numbers, you've scored as much as 84, but you've also had some low points in like 59 and 60 on the road at Pickett and York. Defense has seemed to play uh, pretty well at times. How do you guys find more consistency offensively? Here, here's the deal. Offensively, is well, you you know going in, you're going to sh- always shoot it better at home. You, there's more energy at home. You're going into a place where you're hearing people scream at you. When you're when you're on the road, it's hard because you know that uh, it's foreign rims, uh, lighting's different, the scenery's different, setting different, environment's different, and and you're dealing with you know. 15, 16, 17, 18 year olds. Uh, so, you know, you're not always going to, you're not always going to shoot the ball consistently on the road. But the one thing that will travel is, is defense. Defense and rebounding is what travels. Uh, and, and you better, you know, you better be able to win those games in the 50s if you want to have a successful season. Because uh, in the postseason, when the pressure, you know, it's a pressure cooker in the postseason. And you're going, you know, again, there's going to be those nights where, the, the moment gets real big for some teams, and you don't shoot as well. And and defense and rebounding is something that it doesn't require uh, doesn't require you to make shots. It requires you to get stops. And 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 once you get that stop, get a rebound and seal that that, that defensive possession. 
So, you know, we're I'm tickled. You know, we want obviously we'd love to be able to score 100 points every night, but we also realize, you know, that it's it's not something that we're going to do every night. We're going to have those off nights, but you you know, one thing we can control probably better than our offense is is consistency consistency on the defensive end. But, you know, we're just going to keep working offensively. We're going to keep working every day. We're going to spend a huge sum of time in practice trying to get build that consistency. Uh, we shoot every single practice. Uh, we, you know, we, we work on execution every single practice. And it, in, in the offense is all you – I've talked to coaches, college coaches, high school coaches from all over. And the one thing that is consistent with, with all of them is – it, it offense takes longer to build chemistry, to feel, build that flow and trust from player to player, player to coach, and it just takes longer. And that's why you see some of your better basketball later in the season offensively because so many teams develop that flow and chemistry um, through trial and error throughout the season. So uh, hopefully we continue to improve on both ends, especially the offensive end. Uh but um, I like I like where we're at right now in terms of our progression. We're getting better every day, and um, it's just a, and this is a really fun group to coach because they're very coachable and they're listening. And, and uh, I'm I'm very very encouraged with the with the level of progress. Head coach Neil Caps, Stone Memorial Panthers. Coach Caps, before we let you go, you mentioned earlier. Uh, a little bit of foul trouble at times for this team. Your next two games, Clark Range and Webb, very physical ball clubs, want to get in your face, want to cause fouls and, and put you in bad situations. How do you stay out of foul trouble in these next couple games against really physical teams, and how do you kind of prepare for that level of physicality from the Buffaloes and the Spartans? Now, we, I feel we are a pretty physical team. You know, we enjoy contact. Uh, but if you want to stay out of foul trouble, you got to be you got to be focused on your job. Uh, don't be late to doing what your next job is. You know, you know, anticipate things that are coming. That puts you ahead of the play. Usually, most of the time, people get to find themselves in foul trouble uh, uh, or get a cheap foul is because they're not they're not in the game. They're not focused in the situation. Uh, they're they're maybe taking a break because they think, well, my guys don't have it or this, and then they take a mental break, and then boom, something happens. They have to react to it. And then all of a sudden they find themselves in foul trouble. Uh, if we can do that, we got to we got to make sure that we're staying focused in the moment, being proactive instead of reactive, um, boxing out, def- defending, you know, doing all those things and being focused with our efforts. Uh, we'll stay out of foul trouble. You know, you know, you can look from one night to the next. As you mentioned, we found foul trouble on at York on Friday night, but we had you know Brady Brady Lane had four fouls and. Early in the third quarter uh, in at York, and then uh, the next night he didn't get his first foul until the third quarter. So it's it just you know the, the referees call differently, and that's up to us as players and coaches to adjust to them. Um, and uh, we and it's going to happen, but we you know changing up our defenses as well is something that that we can do to protect players in foul trouble. Uh, you know, because you can't if somebody gets in foul trouble and they're they're a big part of your offense, you're going to still need them in there, and you've got to find ways. And I've got to find ways as a coach to get them back in there so we can use them on offense, but protect them on defense and put them in situations where they can be productive defensively, but kind of protect them 
from picking up another cheap foul in the process. So it's it is it's a it's you know it's it's a process that you just have to deal with from game to game, play to play, series to series, uh, and you know we uh, we just got to figure out the puzzle you know uh, throughout the game. So and it's it's something that we got to do a good job with because. You know, we get the wrong people in foul trouble, and that goes for any team. You get the wrong people in foul trouble, and they have to see it. You're a different team completely. So that's something we want to try to avoid for sure. Stone Memorial Panthers boys basketball coach Neil Caps with us on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Built by Mountain Barn Builders, we return on the high school playbook. We come back up the interstate from Cumberland County, and what say we get off and head up the hill to Clark Range and Jamestown. We'll check in with back-to-back girls teams and begin here with head coach Lamar Rogers joining the program. Of course, the winningest head coach in Tennessee high school basketball history and a coach who has seen his team go through some hard times, some tough games over the last couple of weeks. Coach Rogers uh, you had a, a tough one on Friday night, bounced back uh, pretty well early on in this week, but let's go back to Friday night uh, and look at that game against Livingston Academy. A uh, back-and-forth affair. They start the game with a big run. You guys storm all the way back. Then they are able to find a way to come back from down 13. What did you like from your team Friday night, and, and what did you – uh, see that you guys have got to get cleaned up as soon as possible. Well, I tell you what, we uh, showed a lot of resiliency. We, you know, we was down early, like you said, we was down ten points, I think, and then we uh, kept battling, doing good things. Our defense got better. We kept adjusting to them. Lewis has got a real good uh, team, of course. You know, the three A runners up, and and uh, you know the Butler girls, just a matchup problem. For sure, but uh, you know we got a. I think in the third quarter got a thirteen point lead, and you know should have had it won, but uh, uh, missed some free throws late. Um, then we had uh, you know their press bothered us a little bit. We had uh, um, you know two or three turnovers just really late, and they just hit a shot to buzzer. It's a great game to watch. They found a way to win. Uh, you know, Lewis is known for that, but. You know, we should have won it. We had we had outplayed them, and uh, you know, really pleased with how hard we played. And uh, you know, we're definitely getting better and, and played a good game. You guys were able at times to kind of put them in difficult situations, not so much pressing them, but defense in the half court. What did you like from your defense in the half court uh, on Friday night? Well, I think our basketball IQ is getting better, you know, which that's going to be real important how successful we are. Uh, you know, our defense, um, of course, all teams talk about the defense wins games. I think so. Uh, our basketball IQ is getting better defensively about uh, recognizing stuff and anticipating the next play, the next pass before it happens. So um, we, we've got, you know, uh, of course, Livingston was a bigger team than us, had a little bit more length and everything, but we, we're controlling the defensive boards pretty good. Uh, Peyton Maness and um, then you've got um, Katie Hopkins is doing a really good job inside uh, rebounding. And then you've got Chloe Brook Rogers uh, and you've got um, Macy Threats also helping in there. So, um, you know, our defense is getting better. Uh, here again, we've not been together. You know, we got two starters back, uh, lost Addie Stars to a hip injury. 
uh, and you know this is um, probably ten games that we've been together, counting summer. So uh, learning each other better every game. We're getting better every game, and and uh, you know we've got some tough games. We go to Oneida Friday night. We go to Stone uh, tonight, Tuesday night, and uh, they're going to be challenges. And then we've got Cumberland County again, which we'll try to do a better job against them. So. Our schedule will prepare us for our district when we get into it after January. Yeah, you mentioned it right there. Three really tough ball games coming up with Stone and Oneida, as well as Cumberland County. What do you guys have to do to prepare for three really difficult ball games like that, and really three completely contrasting styles in a lot of ways between those three teams? Yes, absolutely. Um, you know, Stone's. Uh, uh, got some really good dribblers that can penetrate. They've got a really good, solid post player that had 31 points in a game last year against somebody. So, you know, that would be the starting point with her to try to slow her down. Uh, then Oneida has got, you know, they're very quick. They've got length. They've got shooters. Uh, pressure the ball full court. So that's going to be a different style. And then Cameron County, you know, kind of combine all that. It's what they've got. They're really good but, there, you know, our schedule play. We got to. We're going to Lillison again, and uh, you know that'd be three times we play them. Then we got Stone twice, Cumberland County twice, uh, Oneida, and some of these other teams. Uh, you know, really, and we do this every year, but our schedule is really tough, and that'll help prepare us for the tournaments. No doubt, one of the toughest non-district schedules we've seen. Clark Range and the Lady Buffaloes. That was head coach Lamar Rogers with us on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. We stopped in Clark Range. Now we continue up the road to Jamestown, but we stay on the girls' side of high school basketball in the state of Tennessee. It was the Lady Buffaloes. Now it's the Lady Dragons. Head coach Michael Green, who coaches a team without seniors, and yet has been able to find a lot of upperclassmen success with a group of underclassmen. Coach Green, it's it's been quite a start for you guys uh, coming off the uh, obviously the volleyball season onto the hardwood for basketball. What have you seen from your team here early on in the year that uh, you've really liked? And obviously, uh, what are a few things that you guys have certainly got to get better at uh, in the near future? You know, we're very young as a team. No seniors. Uh, we've got... Uh three juniors and the rest are freshmen and sophomores. So uh, we definitely knew there'd be some learning experiences that we, uh, you know, would have to overcome. And, uh, you know, the biggest thing we're trying to do right now is just get, get some experience for these, these, uh, you know, our players that haven't really gotten much time uh, last year. And then, you know, we've got a freshman or two that, uh, that haven't played much, uh, you know, until recently, uh, so, and then we've been dealing with some injuries. You know, one of our, like I said, we've got three juniors, and, uh, you know, one of those, Emily Dosh, she's been out uh, pretty much the entire season so far. And then we uh, had, had to face Stone and uh, Warren County without Reese. So, you know, we've been overcoming all that stuff, and, you know, we're trying to get experience anyway. And then we're, you know, we've, we've gained some experience, uh, you know, without our starting point guard as well. So uh, I just feel like we're improving. Uh, you know, each game we've we've really got a our, our defense is not where I'd like for it to be, but you know I expected that. That's uh, that's probably the biggest thing that that, that uh, I need us to hurry up and get better at. 
Well, you defeat Stone and Warren County. You do so, as you mentioned, without Reese. What does that tell you about your team being able to take on two pretty strong programs, uh, Stone Memorial especially, without her and being able to walk away with Ws? Uh, yeah, Stone's a uh, you know they're they're a much improved team since even we we played them the first week of the season and then uh, you know we face them here uh, probably just a little over a week after that and they uh, they Coach Buck had them uh, much improved from that time uh, you know to be able to beat that team by by fifteen without Reese and and not even the the point of not having her but. Uh, we didn't have any preparation time, you know, to, to prepare not to have her. It was just kind of a last-minute ordeal, and uh, you know, for the girls to to be able to, uh, you know, to defeat a team like Stone uh, at such a short notice without having the, our starting point guard, uh, you know, it was uh, I was just real real impressed by the way we performed and, and handled that adversity. You look over these next five games, and and. I mean, two games against Cookville, Oakland, Blackman, a Cleveland team uh, that obviously uh, I can tell you is is a very good program. I grew up down there, so uh, a strong next five games. What does your team have to do, not so much to walk away with Ws in, in all of those or, or in the majority of them, but what do they just have to do to grow going up against such not just strong competition, but obviously everyone listening knows those those five schools or those four schools – uh, are a lot bigger than you guys. Yeah, well, I mean, we're not, you know. Uh, there are some great single-A teams, and there's some really bad, uh, you know, three- and four-A teams. We're, we're playing, you know, we don't want to look at the enrollment. You might have 3,000 kids in your school, but you may be a terrible basketball team. Well, that's fair. Uh, the, you know what I mean? But but the thing is, most of your, you know, the, the talent pool is bigger to pick from and all that. Uh I try to make sure that we schedule, you know, our, our bigger schools that that are really good teams, you know, talented teams. And like you said, uh, those Oakland Friday night, uh, Cookville Tuesday, uh, and then the crit with the Christmas tournament at uh, the Frank shootout at White County, and then the uh, the one down at Franklin. I mean, Blackman, uh, Webb School out of Bellbug. I mean, all these, you know, Cleveland. I mean. These are going to be, you know, whether we win or not, you know, right now that's not the key. Uh, the key is being able to adjust in game to who we're playing. You know, try to get that tournament feel because uh, you don't you don't know anything about these teams other than watching the film and all that until you get on the floor with them. Once you get on the floor, you know, your game plan may go out the window. You may have misjudged them. You may, uh, you know, something uh, you know may be completely different. Uh, so you've got, uh, in my opinion, the team that can adjust during the game and even from quarter to quarter, you know, is usually going to be your more successful team. Head coach Michael Green, Lady Dragons of York Institute. Uh, coach, you, you talked about the youth on this team earlier on. Uh, how has that came along? How has that youth kind of adjusted here early on? You also mentioned a moment ago the team that can adjust, and obviously we know youth can uh, – that can be a thing where they adjust easily or not so easily. How have they adjusted so far? Uh, fairly well. We've uh, the, the, the problem is you're having to – trying to break them some, uh, you know, from some of their habits they've gotten in uh, – Go elementary school, and then you're trying to teach them, you know, completely new concepts, and you know, offensively and defensively both. So that in itself is hard enough. Most of the, most cases, you know, 
a freshman's not having to, you know, they're they're not having to worry about coming in and starting. They're they're focusing on getting better individually, you know, and all that. And uh, you know, we've got a freshman right now, Zoe Gibson. You know, she's getting a lot of a lot of great minutes right now, and even started the game last night. Uh, you know, she's uh, she's she's adapting really well. Uh, we've got we've got a couple more freshmen that that you know we're hoping to get there. But Zoe's doing a great job. We just got to have her to keep improving. And you know, think about it is. You know, it's kind of like our vets are uh, our sophomores. You know, we, we Rayleigh Werner, uh, Kelly Franklin, Emma Pyle, and Emma Cooper. You know, it seems like you know we're you know we're relying on them. But you know, sometimes I've got to remind myself. You know, hey, they're they're still just sophomores. A lot of sophomores are not getting a whole lot of minutes on on, on your regular high school teams, much less you know starting minutes. So uh, we just got to continue to improve uh, as we go. And you know, with all these. Uh, you know, as many like three games this week. The problem is we don't have as much practice time as as you really need to, uh, you know, as you would like to have with a younger team like this. Head coach Michael Green, the Lady Dragons of the York Institute, speaking with us now on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Colin Castleberry with you on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. We had back-to-back girls teams, so we end the show with back-to-back boys teams. We'll begin coming down from Jamestown over to Sparta across Highway 111 and Eric Mitchell, the Warriors head coach, as they have seen some difficulty early, not just without Trip Pinion, but obviously with a team full of guys who do not have any or very much varsity experience. Coach Mitchell, uh, you mentioned it right before we got on here. It's not been maybe the start to the year that you uh, that you expected, that you wanted for this team. I, I'm not saying it is all because of one player. Certainly it never is in a team sport. But how much of a contribution or how much of a deficit is it not having Trip Pinion when obviously you expect to have such a talented athlete uh, here early on? Well, uh, you know, anytime that you lose your, your starting point guard, you know, he was, he was, uh, you know, MVP of the region last year. Anytime you lose and he started for two years, he, you know, he's the leader on the team. He, he manages the game. Uh, you know, it's been, it's been kind of a struggle. We've, we've had some bright moments, but, uh, you know, it's just, uh, we're having a, a tough time getting into our offense and, uh, you know, and, and, and anytime that you lose a, a, a kid, a kid of that caliber in a, in a team sport, uh, you know, you got to make adjustments and this and that. So, uh, you know, it's, it's been a real struggle so far. With that being said, even without him, obviously there's a next man up mentality. There's, you know, the fact that it is a team sport and there are four other guys that would be out there on the floor, even if he was as well. What have you seen from your team that has to get better here with or without Trip Pinion, and obviously for uh, about the next couple, you know, month or two months without. Yeah, uh, well, you know, hopefully we, we're going to get him. He gets reevaluated uh, December the 11th, and hopefully he'll be back by January 1 for the start of district play. Uh, but, you know, uh, just, uh, you know, the, the, uh, none of these kids that I have have ever played in a uh, – a, uh, significant bars I mean a significant minutes in a varsity game so I'm, I'm basically they're all they're all basically uh you know freshmen to to say and uh you know we're having a hard time uh understanding our, our roles um you know what uh, and, and they will change certainly when you know 
when Trip gets back because we're having to play some kids at point guard that's never played point guard before. Um, you know, and, and basically uh, the main thing is is we're just having a, a tough time scoring the basketball. And, uh, you know, you can play the best defense in the world, but you still got to score some points, you know. And, and when you score, you know, things get to rolling a little bit better, you know, and you do you, you play a little harder, and, you know, and, and things just go better when, you, when, you're, when you're making shots. Uh, but uh, that, that's kind of what we've been struggling with right now is just is scoring the basketball. And, uh, you know, the last couple of games we've really struggled, uh, you know, uh, on, with turnovers. So, you know, we've we got to get that fixed for sure. And, uh, you know, and develop some roles. Vice versa, without Trip, what have you liked maybe from some of the guys that you've had to, to allow to be kind of ball dominant, bringing the ball up the floor, getting you into the offense, uh, dictating the offense, so on and so forth? Um, you know, they're, 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 they're just terrific kids. Uh, they play hard. Um, you know, sometimes they play hard, but they don't play hard the right way. You know, I mean, what I mean by that, they're out of position, but they're still playing hard. Um, you know, um, uh, Lucas Smith and, and Cole Sims, uh, you know, are, are two predominantly, they played the most minute at, at the guards, at the guard spot. And they're both freshmen and sophomore. Uh, their roles will significantly change and take some pressure off them. Uh, hopefully loosen, loosen them up a little bit, uh, for, free them up a little bit, uh, to score a little bit more when a trip comes back. Um, you know, but you know, they're just, they, they play hard. They're good kids. Uh, they don't quit. I mean, we've, we've lost uh, three games by, I think, 18, 18 points. But at some point in the game, it's been pretty close, and we've had chances. We've just made silly mistakes or, or, or rookie mistakes, I should say. But, um, you know, we've, we've got to clean that stuff up. Uh, you know, the, the uh, you know, just unforced turnovers and, and missed layups. Uh, you know, you, you, you make your layups and, or you score the basketball and a lot of a lot of the other stuff that your deficiencies get masked by that. So, uh, you know, we got to clean that up. And uh, you know, it's early in the season, and you know, we know we got we know we got big trip coming back. So, um, you know, we just got to stay positive and keep working, and and uh, and and hopefully things will 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 get better when he comes back. On a positive note, what did you see in your teams? battle against Van Buren, an overtime win for you guys. Uh, that's obviously a, a good program, a well-coached team uh, by head coach Dustin Sullivan. What did you see from your guys Monday night that says, you know, they've got some fight in them and they're willing to battle in these ball games and ultimately maybe come away with some Ws? Yeah, well, the way the, way the game turned out uh... – we could have, uh, you know, we could have very easily folded. Uh, they've got two terrific guards, and, and the other three, uh, you know, uh, Coach Sullivan's son's a freshman. He's a really good shooter, and the other guys play their roles well. Uh, you know, we're up 12 at half. Uh, they go to zone. We just kind of then we start, we turned it over too much in the second half. Um, but uh, you know, we the way the game ended, we could have very easily just hung our heads and folded in overtime. But they fought and found a way to win. Wasn't very pretty, uh, you know. And, and of course, uh, Coach Sullivan, you know, I always know he, you're going to get his A game. Uh, he's a very good coach. Kids are well coached, and uh, um, you know. But we ha- we hung on and found a way to win. That was the positive note. And then we had to turn around last night and go to Cannon County on the on the road. It was just their second road game, and uh, they're a very good team. And we just, you know, I, I guess it was a little bit gas from the night before emotional game. We didn't play very well last night, so. But yeah, uh, just just not you know not quitting and, and found a way to win. To be honest with you, 
road game coming up Friday night as well. You go to a, a pretty hostile environment, a very good environment in Saudi Daisy. What do you need to see from your team Friday night to tell you that they're continuing to improve, continuing to trend in a, a, the right direction? Uh, you know, well, uh, this team is so inexperienced. Uh, you know, like I said, and all the 14 kids I've drafted have never played varsity before uh, in a varsity game. Um, you know, I know Livingston beat Livingston, who's a good basketball club. They they beat Saudi on a last second shot. Saudi's big and physical. We just need to go down there and you know cut out the silly turnovers um, and and just come to, come ready to play and give the effort. You know, uh, we'll you know we'll we'll get we have possessions where you know we look really good for three possessions and then there's five possessions where we turn it over, or miss a box out on the free throw line, or, or you know the little things. So we, we just need to go give a good effort and, and be competitive. You know, last night, you know, after the first quarter, we were just not competitive till about the fourth quarter. We're already down by 20. So uh, we just got to be competitive uh, each and every play and not, and, and not take plays off. So Nothing will make a coach angrier than taking a play off. Let me tell you that. Head coach Eric Mitchell, White County Warriors without Trip Pinion have had a rough go of it early on in the season. Thank you to Coach Mitchell for joining us on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. From Sparta, we head even further up Highway 111 to Van Buren, up the hill, and AD slash boys basketball coach Dustin Sullivan, kind enough to join us on the program. Been an up-and-down start to the season for the Eagles. Coach Sullivan, a, a, a good start to the season so far, so far. Uh, for the Eagles there on the hardwood. Uh, what have you seen from your team early on that you've really liked, and, and certainly what are some things that you feel like you still need to get better at here in the early early going? Uh, I think we still need to find an identity on defense. Um, we, we've been kind of sporadic and inconsistent there. At times we've looked really good, and at times we've looked uh, well below average. So uh, we're going to have to do better there. Um as far as liking something, I, I, I've liked for the most part the, the fight and the resilience. There's been a lot of um, obstacles and things thrown in the, you know, kind of out in front of the guys as the season has gotten started. It could have been discombobulated, but they've handled everything in stride. And uh, you know, there's been some injuries. We've had a, a couple of guys that we were thinking that we would have in the rotation no longer with us. And all the guys that have needed to step up uh, have have done that and have really embraced their roles and played pretty well. Yeah, how have you adjusted as a coach here early on? You mentioned it, guys. You thought you'd have whether it's to injury or or some other situation. How have you uh, adjusted here early on with a group of guys that maybe weren't necessarily what you thought you'd have? Uh, I, I don't know that, like as a program or a system that we have um that we have or that I have adjusted very much uh you know it, it's just been you know the next guy into the lineup just next man up mentality as far as that goes I don't think that we've changed a whole lot you know our offense is still uh ran through uh Garen Lewis and Eli Scoggins that hasn't changed uh you know uh, and the other guys have just em- embraced their roles. So as far as myself or the program, I don't know that we've actually, you, you know, changed a whole lot. We just plugged in different people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, next man up mentality, absolutely. Uh, you guys have a, a pretty gr- a 
fun game, or a game that a lot of people probably look forward to uh, coming up here at White County. What do you enjoy about uh, having the, the Warriors come up the hill uh, or you guys go down the hill there uh, and take on Sparta? Well, we actually played them last night at their place. Um, so thought uh, it was tonight. You know, That's it was, on me, it Coach. Was a fun environment. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just, no, no, no. I just I thought it was tonight. That's on me, Coach. I apologize, yeah, but please. No, no, that's okay. That, that's okay. No, yeah, we played down there last night. Game went into overtime, <laughs> and uh, and it was exactly what you just described. It, it was a it was a fun game to be a part of. Uh, we had a one point lead inside of a minute. Uh, let that slip away. Then we had to hit a shot with about 15 seconds left to send it into overtime. Uh, got down by about six or seven in overtime, battled back and had the ball with a decent look to tie it and send it into a second overtime. So uh, so it, it was a good hard-fought hard fought battle uh, by both teams in, a, in a, a good atmosphere. What does a game like that teach you about your team here in the early season when you go into what you know is going to be an energized and hostile environment and you, you play the way you were able to play back and forth and, and taking it into an extra period? Uh, well, I mean, I, you know, that's our second night in a row, second game in a row, actually, where we've been in overtime on the road. And uh, like, like I said earlier, it's just shown a lot of resilience. Uh, we had about a, a five-point deficit with about a minute to go at Jackson County Friday night, found a way to battle back, send it into overtime, uh, and, then, and then win. Um, and then, of course, last night, I think at halftime, we were down 11 or 12, down seven to start the fourth quarter. And, uh, and and the guys are really figuring out, you know, that that um, just a few possessions and you can dig yourself out of a hole. Uh, we dug a hole at Sequatchie and never really got out of it. And I think they've they've learned from that and uh, and really grown in that aspect uh, rather quickly. As you turn the page and you look towards Monterey, you get to welcome the Wildcats to Van Buren. I believe that's Friday night. Uh, what is it about them that you've maybe uh, seen or, or, or you know uh, that you guys are going to have to key on and, and take advantage of come Friday night? Uh, well, I mean, it, it's uh, a lot of times these non-district games happen pretty close together, and we've already, uh, you know, we've already played Jackson County twice. Uh, Monterey, we just played last Tuesday, so it won't be, you know, it'll be about just 10 or 11 days since we last played them uh, when we're playing again Friday night. So we'll both be pretty familiar with each other we neither one of us will look very different um you know they've, they've got a, a a couple of kids that they really uh gear everything around and and uh we'll have to have another good night defensively uh to play as well as we did at their place last tuesday van buren county eagles boys basketball coach and van buren county high school athletic director dustin sullivan joins us on the high school playbook built by mountain barn builders we return to close it out and thank each of our guests we return on the high school playbook built by mountain barn builders i'm colin castleberry thank you to each of our guests tonight all six of them were kind enough to share their time with us thank you guys for listening before we go want to remind everyone friday night a big night across the social the socials and airwaves for us your game of the week warring county at dekalb county that will see tip off at 6 p.m friday night coverage will begin at 5 50 on sports radio 104.7 livingston academy once again on the road before they finally return home on monday but they'll be on the road friday night at mlk junior high school outside nashville again tip off at 6 p.m coverage will begin at 5 
40 on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. And if you're a Bobcats fan, you can catch the Lady Bobcats and Bobcats taking on a team from across the state line, Russell County, Kentucky, with tip-off at 6, coverage beginning at around 5.50 on the UC Sports Nation YouTube page. We'll make sure to get that link out there for everyone to listen to. But a jam-packed Friday night upcoming for tonight on the High School Playbook. One more time, a thank you to our guests, a thank you to each and every one of you listening, because you are who matters. And, of course, a shout-out to Mountain Barn Builders, built by Mountain Barn Builders. This has been the High School Playbook.